Hey everyone, this is Jamie Bateman. Real quickly, I wanted to share with you something uh, that's been pivotal in the growth and success of my businesses, and that is my partnership with Haven Financial Services. Um, I've been working with Haven for over a year now. Christine Valdez was on episode 70 of this podcast. So go check that out if you want to hear her story. It was a fantastic personal story for sure. But Haven has been awesome. They provide me with monthly reports that are super clear and discernible. And it, that provides me with clarity and focus so that I can do what I do best, which is running my businesses, not preparing financial reports. Um, again, if you're in the market for a top-notch financial service company, uh, or if you just want to check one out, go to www.jamiebateman slash Haven and check out Haven Financial Services. Again, that's jamiebateman slash Haven. I uh, can't recommend them enough. Christine and her team have been fantastic. So I definitely recommend you check out Haven Financial Services at www.jamiebateman forward slash Haven. Let's get back to the show. What's up, everyone? In this episode of the From Adversity to Abundance podcast, I'm going to deviate a little bit from the norm and I'm not going to interview anyone. It's just going to be me, yours truly. And what I thought I'd do today is walk through the first 12 episodes that we've gone through and kind of hit on some of the key highlights of those episodes. That way, in the off chance you've missed one or two, you'll know what they're about and you can go back and listen to those. I just want to say I'm super excited that we've made it this far. It's not that far, but I am excited that we've got 12 episodes out. So we've been doing this for, I guess, about three months now. We have a lot more in the hopper, and I'm really excited for the guests that we've got scheduled and recorded. And um, I'm happy with the, the direction this thing is headed, and hopefully you are too. Inspiring stories of real people overcoming incredible odds to live life to the fullest. We are all guaranteed to face hardships. How will we handle the adversity? Join us to be moved by everyday people who have turned poverty into prosperity and weakness into wealth. Be inspired as these relatable heroes get vulnerable. And former counterintelligence investigator Jamie Bateman puts his interviewing skills to the test. Restore your faith in humanity as you experience true Cinderella stories of average people turning surreal struggle and deep despair into booming businesses and financial fortune. Take ownership of the life you are destined to live and turn your adversity into abundance. Episode number one was Mark Owens. Chris Savini and I had interviewed Mark on the uh, Good Deeds show. Actually, it was just me. Mark was interviewed on the Good Deeds Note Investing podcast. Um, and it blew me away. Seriously blew me away. There was the reason, really was the main reason I started this podcast. I had no idea what I was getting into with that interview. And Mark's story is amazing. It's one of those where... I sent that episode to so many people, you know, and, and I'm like, how can you possibly be doing anything else other than listening to this Mark Owens episode right now? Obviously, I understand people have other things to do, but Mark goes into his crazy but true stories um, of his early years in Baltimore, where he got into, he went down a dark path of drugs and crime. And uh, eventually that led to bank robberies and even prison time. It really was not not good. Um, he's a really good storyteller, which makes the episode that much more entertaining. 
but it's it's a wild ride and it's obviously all all true. Mark did an, an amazing job of turning his life around. What he did was he, you'll have to listen to it. There are several, uh, I think, key about, about three key moments where he made decisions to take control of his life. But there was one that was a critical time where he said, that's it, enough is enough. And he turned his life around, became a successful successful real estate investor, um, and now doesn't have to work. Um, which is pretty awesome. So he's really an awesome, a, a fantastic guest for this show. Um, tons of adversity, whether self-inflicted or not, and tons of abundance and very just a very inspiring episode. Number two, I kind of cheated. Let's be honest. Um, I stole, I, I took the uh, Ryan Harris episode from the Good Deeds Note Investing Podcast where I had interviewed Ryan Harris uh, who is a 10-year veteran of the NFL, and he won the a, a Super Bowl with Peyton Manning and you know, certainly faced a lot of uh, adversity through his career. Uh, he had nine surgeries over the course of his professional football career and drops a lot of, of knowledge bombs and uh, a lot of really good inspiring information in this episode. He is a real estate investor, a business uh, person and, you know, um, very well-spoken. It's very, very professional episode. Um, he drops, you know, talks about mantras, mantras such as I can, I am, I will. He's extremely passionate about, uh, helping and inspiring others, educating, uh, those who are not educated in particularly with financial literacy. He talks about how it's your right to be extraordinary, um, and that we need to embrace that right on an individual level and then commit to educating ourselves and our communities and essentially be the change that you want to see in the world. Episode three is a special one. Uh, Chris Seveny, uh got really vulnerable. Chris and I are business partners on some ventures, such as a, a mortgage note fund that we run together and a BiFi loan servicing and Chris has been a mentor and now a, a close friend and uh, to me. And we've worked much more closely together in the last couple of years in the real estate and mortgage note investing space. And, um, you know, people are often amazed at how much Chris can get done in a day, in a week, a month. And, um, you know, he's managed to have a full-time well-paying job while he is, um, you know, at any given time managing 250 to 300 mortgage notes along with some rentals. And, oh, by the way, has a a family and, um, you know, is happy and healthy. So it's pretty impressive what he can get done. But the the part we get into that a lot of people were not familiar with is his why. And his why comes out of the adversity that he's faced. And particularly he's been through in, in a couple month period, it was divorce, major debt, like a quarter million dollars in debt linked to his divorce. And then later some serious health scares, um, which some of those were more recent, but um, all of those examples of adversity led to Chris defining his purpose and outlook and really understanding and appreciating uh, the value of life and uh, not taking any day for granted. He's not 
always super serious, but he's very driven and a ton of fun to be around, has a ton of energy, um, inspiring guy and, and, a, and a good friend of mine. Uh, it's definitely one that's uh, it's very relatable. And uh, those are pretty, unfortunately, pretty common things that people deal with, divorce, debt, and health scares. Um, but, you know, that all happened in a very short period of time. Most of it did for him, him and it's been fantastic to see him re- rebound and experience so much growth and abundance. Matt Four, episode four, uh, is a real estate investor, a podcast host. Um, he's uh, not a not a uh, he's a part time real estate investor. He has a sales job that he does well in, and so he invests part time uh, in real estate and mortgage note funds and things, but. Um, friend of mine, and we um, dive into a lot of the adversity that he's faced, such as the death of his older sister, who was uh, mentally disabled. She died about three years ago, and um, it's obviously not an easy thing for Matt to talk about. And uh, also Matt growing up with his own learning disorder, um, and then um, some of the challenges he faced there. And then a big one for him was he was about to receive, he was promised a a life-changing commission check years ago from his previous sales job. Um, He's actually told me the number. (laughs) Uh, I'm not going to tell anyone the number, but it's, it's a big number. And unfortunately, his company essentially legally, but immorally, I think, unethically, yanked that out from under him and he didn't get that check that he was about to receive. So, um, you know, major life change there. And that's actually what was the impetus for Matt to, I think he had been planning to, okay, what do I do with this money when I get it? Then he didn't get it, but he was already underway in his real estate uh, investing career. And also I think that, that, you know, major the critical point in his life um, helped him realize that he can't bank on the company he works for. I mean, there's no such thing as, as job security really. So you might want to start looking into, you know, alternative investments and things like that. And I know he does infinite banking and some different, uh, different things. Fuquan Bilal was episode five. Um, he's a really accomplished author, investor, business owner. He invests in numerous asset classes, um, and including mortgage notes, multifamily. He runs a fund, raises capital for that. And he's always adding value to different communities, including the communities in New Jersey that he's from. Um, years ago in 2001, Fuquan was shot five times in a botched robbery, which is I mean, I, I guess he didn't even talk about this publicly until somewhat recently. Um, you know, I can't even imagine. And then um, seven years later in the mortgage meltdown, he lost $2 million of his own money, which obviously means he was doing pretty well. Um, and uh, I, I guess we, we dive into the the kind of logistics or the mechanics of how that happened. Um, but he did not file for bankruptcy worked his way out of that and unfortunately did go through a divorce and a, and a difficult custody battle 
Um, and I know he has two, two sons. We talk about family a lot and relationships, um, you know, and, and really how the adversity that Fuquan has been through has helped him be less materialistic and helped him go deeper within himself. It's a really, he's a, he's a, he just is a valuable person to listen to. Um, he actually kind of calls me out a little bit and tells me it's a mistake that I need, that I'm not in a mastermind group that I need to, to be intentional about joining some type of mastermind or something where, you know, I'm not the smartest person in the room, not saying that I always am or anything, but he uh, challenged me. So that was good. And I'm, I'm still working on that, but um, Fuquan's a really, it's, he's just, um, you don't, it's, it's someone you want to listen. He's someone you want to listen to when you get the chance. Number six was Shante Duffy. Um, I work with Shante fairly regularly. We are business partners. Um, she is a budding entrepreneur and investor herself. Um, she runs BiFi loan servicing in New Jersey. They're a mortgage note servicer, um, of which I am a, a, a founding member. And, um, she runs the day-to-day of that company and does a phenomenal job. Um, I'm not going to call her a rock star, but I may say that some people refer to her as the queen of loan servicing in, and, um, you know, we talk about her early years, how she spent years in foster care and then eventually was adopted. And I think she didn't, you know, didn't realize that she'd been adopted, until she realized, um, I don't know what age, but you know, she realized that her skin was is a lot darker than her her family's family members' skin, and um, so there were some, some racial dynamics there. And then Shante ended up dealing with an une- unexpected preg- pregnancy, excuse me, and um, ended up keeping the child, who obviously she loves dearly, and uh, her son. Uh, is a huge part of her life. He's the primary focus of her life now. And, um, he does have special needs. So he, that cha- that presents some challenges in and of them in and of itself. Um, you know, Shante basically says that she has two kids, uh, her son and BiFi loan servicing. So those are kind of two things that are critical or really important to her priorities. Um, and I think the adversity she went through helped her define her priorities. And um, so it's kind of nice having knowing what your priorities are. And it, it really helps uh, smaller and lesser decisions kind of fall into place. So it's a very you know relatable uh, episode for a lot of people, I think. She's still on her way to financial abundance, I'll say, um, but definitely on her way. And she's she's just crushing it and she's on her she's on the rise for sure. Um Dr. Terrence Johnson was episode 7 and he's an inno- innovator and a mental health professional. Uh he started iProgress with his business partner. Um and you know I met Dr. Johnson on Facebook um online and and um didn't know him really well but it was a, a very enjoyable conversation. Um we go through a lot of the adversity he's been through, such as the passing of his father. Uh, his father was sick for, I think, 10 years. And um, Terrence and his father previously didn't have a great relationship, but then they ended up being very close. And Terrence uh, spent many years 
caring for his father before his father passed away recently. Um, so, you know, probably something that many people can relate to. Um, and he, we also talk about some of the challenges that he's dealt with, um, with helping others in his profession as a mental health professional. Um, and then some of the kind of career challenges that he's worked through himself. And, you know, one of the things, key takeaways from this episode was that even though you're trying to do a good thing, sometimes, um, it may not be the right thing. In other words, sometimes helping others and serving others can go too far. And then you end up being unhealthy kind of to yourself. And, um, I think Terrence has always been a, a helper, but he had to take a step back and create space. And now he's living a much more abundant, healthy, holistic life, um, where he's able to actually help others, I think in a more quality fashion. Um, at least that's the impression that I get. So that's definitely a, maybe an atypical episode, but one you don't want to miss. Number eight was Brent Bowers. Um, I'm actually recording this the day that this episode came out. Brent is, uh, he's got a cool story. We have we actually have a lot in common. Um, he is a former army officer like I am. He deployed to Afghanistan. I'm not sure, maybe more than once. I'm not, not sure. Um, I deployed to Iraq. His wife's name is Emily. So is mine. We both had, um, we used to run uh, lawn and landscaping companies before. Um, but we were, we talked through some of the real challenges that Brent faced early on. Um, he was married previously and then, um, was getting into real estate and then 2008 happened. And, um, he was, uh, had some rental properties and was starting to kind of live the dream a little bit. Um, you know, you could tell he's a hustler. He was doing wholesaling and doing real estate while he was working 13, 14 hour days in the, in the military. Um, you know, so not, not somebody who's afraid of hard work. I think he still gets up at 4 a.m every day. So, um, but in 2008, things really went south for him and, and, um, you know, we, he got divorced. He lost a lot of money. He was, um, his credit score was 590 and humblingly he had to move in with his in-laws in a 900 square foot home with I think five, four or five adults. And, um, you know, I guess that just he realized that's when things kind of hit rock bottom. And then he went through the divorce and, and um, then he quit real estate altogether. And so um, eventually he went green to gold, went to college and um, was able to refocus, remarry, re-energize his life. And now he's absolutely crushing it in real estate. He's a land flipper. Um, He's done wholesaling. He's got coaching through, um, wholesalers Inc. I believe it is. I, I may have that wrong, but actually I was just on his, his uh, podcast, so I should probably get that right. Um, and, but just, he's just a fun guy who definitely dealt with adversity and, uh, bounced back in a big way and now is remarried, you know, lives in Florida is really just an action taker and, and does very well financially and is, working on some really big deals right now, actually. So he has a bias toward action and 
he he just repeats the the importance of teamwork and i think they have a team of about 10 for his business and he you can tell he loves pouring into his team members and and just um adding value to those around him number nine is lewis miranda lewis um i've been helping uh through some uh, our mentorship program at labrador lending um in the mortgage note space and um he's bought several notes himself now and so i've gotten to know lewis kind of on a one-on-one level which has been awesome and the more i got to know him the more i realized hey you know lewis you'd be a fantastic guest on my my new podcast um what I didn't realize is how how much adversity he's been through, and you know this episode is actually one where it might be better to watch on YouTube if you get the chance because, wow, I mean he shows the uh, from Google Earth and I guess you could call it Street View, but it's not even a street. Um, the, the where he grew up, which is actually nicer looking now, I guess, than it was at the time, but he grew up in Peru with no running water, no electricity. He dealt with molestation, physical abuse, you know, incredible instability and lack of safety and a lack of trust for his entire childhood. Um, I think all the way through 18 or something. So, you know, I'm, I'm <laughs> glossing over a ton there. And I mean, I, you know, I, I just, it's hard to, I know people, you don't want to get into comparing, but this is some serious adversity that that he's been through. And um, eventually he made his way to the U.S., bounced around our foster care system in the U.S., and but still was suffering from a lack of direction and hope. And, um, you know, one of the things I took away from this episode is that the path to ab- abundance is not always a straight one because Lewis talks about how he kind of had made it at one point and um, was dealing after that was felt a, a good bit of a lack of happiness and a lack of fulfillment. So that's one of the things, you know, we need to be careful about, I think is setting our sights, you know, on big goals. And if, when I get here, I'm going to be happy when I do this, I'll be happy. Um, not only because that takes away from living in the present and appreciating the present, but you may not be. <laughs> and then what? And I think he dealt with, um, you know, now what? And I think he it's, he talks about how he had serious thoughts of of taking his own life even after he'd, you know, made it. And um, so we talk about how he's dealt with that. And he's now a Zen practitioner and um, really an interesting one. It's pretty different than the rest of them. So I would check it out. Um, episode 10, I interviewed Beth Boiso Coots. I, I always said Boiso. I'm not sure. I, I did take French for seven years, so um, thought that might, you know, finally have paid off. But she says Boiso, I believe. Anyway, Beth is um, the vice president of J.B. Lloyd and Associates, um, which is a, a thriving insurance company, and she's an accomplished, growth-oriented businesswoman with an abundance mindset. Um, Beth, like Shante, has faced an unexpected pregnancy at a young age, 17. Then she faced a divorce. Then she faced serious health challenges, um, not not with her own self, but um, her, both her ex-husband and her current husband. 
I had a uh, potentially life-threatening um, health challenges. And I'm not going to go into that too much here, but you, you should definitely take a listen to it and listen to how she dealt with that. What comes out of this episode to, for me is Beth's incredible faith and, you know, the way she appreciates life and how life is not all about Beth. Um, it's really about doing whatever you need to do to sacrifice for those you love. Um, Beth talks about how there's a plan. There's always, everything happens for a reason. Um, being able to see life's challenges as blessings. I know that's easier said than done. And then she also drops some really good book recommendations and some health, uh, health tips actually, which is pretty cool toward the end. Two more episode 11, Matt Izzo. Um, I've been following Matt on Twitter for a little bit now and, uh, man, he is super inspiring. I really enjoyed this episode. Matt has lost 75 pounds three times. So, um, I mean, he should almost, you know, market that as whatever it is, 225 pounds. But this third time, he's kept it off for five years. And the third time is clearly different. Um, this you could tell is is a real transformation that's permanent and he's now training for an ironman i think he's done a half ironman if i'm not mistaken already i think his ironman is is uh fast approaching here and it's just crazy if you go on twitter check out matt's before and after pictures it's awesome and and it's not just the weight it's it's the weight is a big part of it but actually he talks about how you know previously for many Many years he found himself in an unhealthy and depressing environment where he felt stuck, and I think he didn't didn't even know that that was his default mindset. It's like you just that's what it is, and he that's how he viewed life. And then um, he talks about how, and these are his words: for a while he hated himself because he was fat, um, but then he realized that it's not that he hated himself because he was fat; he hated himself. And he was fat. So he hated himself in and of itself. In other words, it wasn't until he addressed the underlying mental and emotional issues where he was able to, that he was actually able to make a a permanent change uh, with regard to his physical health. And so, again, it's not all about just losing weight quickly and looking better. This one really goes into this episode is, is really geared toward a holistic approach of getting healthy and he, I mean, he just really is super inspiring. Uh, I, I just, I really enjoyed talking to him because you just feel energized. In fact, he uses the word energy probably five times or more in this episode. Energy is so important. And he just, um, you know, he just turned his life around. He stopped drinking. Um, he, he, I have all these bullet points in the, in the summary on this one. Cause he just has so many quotes and so many, um, positive and inspirational messages. It was a really good one. His girlfriend lost about a hundred pounds as well, basically by just watching his example. And I, I'm sure there was a lot more to it. It's not, not an easy thing, but he talks about how, you know, your actions speak louder than words. Um, the inside reflects the outside and the outside reflects the inside. And, um, he's just feeling life a lot more now uh, than he used to. He's feeling emotions and energy and, um, he talks about how 25 years of growth created this transformation. And so, you know, it's, 
a long time coming, but it's really exciting to see. I mean, I, again, I just started following him, getting to know him a little bit. Um, but he's a business person now, and he's a he's a fitness coach. So um, if you're looking for any kind of, uh, you know, particularly he's he's doing long distance endurance training now, but I think he wants to get into some other fitness stuff for himself. But it, you know. Just, I don't see how you can walk away from dealing with him and and not be inspired. So I definitely recommend reaching out to him. And then episode twelve, Chris Larson um, of Next Level Income. Chris also has a phenomenal story, and unfortunately, sad and um, but also extremely inspiring. And Chris um, is doing very well in real estate. He's got a book out or more than one, and. He manages uh, multiple fund, funds. They do multifamily investing. That's their go-to. And then they also do self-storage as well as car washes. Um, some big stuff. I think they've I think they've raised like $50 million. Uh, I'm not really sure if that's it, it's it's a big number. Um, and but you know, that may sound all impressive and everything, but he gets really vulnerable in this episode and we talk a lot about the human element of, you know, growth in life. And, um, we talk about the deaths of his parents. His father died when Chris was five and, uh, from in a plane crash. And then his mother died of cancer. And I believe Chris and his mother still had some unresolved issues. Um, and then his, uh, the biggest one, as far as, uh, from what Chris says is, as far as the impact on him was the tragedy of the, uh, the loss of his best friend, um, and his training partner also named Chris, they were, um, training it for, um, bike races, long distance bike races, I believe. And best friends all through high school. And it just sounds like one of those, like out of the blue, your best friend dies and, um, something he's never going to be able to replace. And so, how does he deal with that? And, uh, you know, and it's, um, it's really inspiring. I think he realizes now that the, the, the people, his loved ones that who have passed away would want him to be crushing and would want him to take every day, you know, um, live it to the fullest. And, um, he's definitely doing that. Um, yeah, I mean, he, you know, he says the loved ones would want him to live his best life. Um, he truly understands the value of time and he thinks the earlier, earlier in your life that you face challenges, the more resilient and more successful you can be. And he talks about some, that there's data to back that up actually. And you know, that you shouldn't judge someone based on not knowing their story. Um, and you know, it, it, it's a really, really good episode. So definitely a, a high quality, um, guest for sure perfectly fits the, 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 uh, the profile of the guest for our show from adversity to abundance. Um, certainly Chris is still going to deal with adversity, but he is absolutely living an abundant life and in very, very intentional life. That's another thing that I took away from that one. He's, his life is very intentional and, um, you know, he's, I'm sure he, can have a good time and be funny and all that, but it's like, he's, he's definitely, um, making an impact and, and living, uh, and doing well and, and living, um, 
just living successfully. And so, um, yeah, so that wraps up the summary for these 12. Again, thank you for listening. I'm really excited about this, this, uh, new podcast we've got going and, um, you know, it is meant to be real estate and business focused, but we are going to branch out and get some different, you know, fitness or, uh, mental health professionals and things like that. And we'll always bring it back to real estate and business. Um, but ultimately, you know, the human element is what we care about. I mean, that's what, um, we all deal with these issues or some type of adversity. And, and so is it going to make you stronger or, you know, how are you going to handle it? And so, um, I just love these, these episodes are inspiring for me. It's really somewhat selfish, uh, doing this in, in that I get to learn a lot, expand my network. Um, and, but hopefully you all are benefiting as well. And, um, Please, if you do enjoy the show, please give us a rating and review, hopefully a positive one. It really does help. And please share the episode with your friends and family members and associates and peers. We really do appreciate it. Um, and uh, check out our website, labradorlending.com. And thanks for listening. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the From Adversity to Abundance podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Hey there, it's Jamie Bateman. Ever felt boxed in by life's challenges? Dive into my new book, From Adversity to Abundance, inspiring stories of mental, physical, and financial transformation. Available now on Amazon. From a former bank robber's redemption to a young entrepreneur's victory over hurdles, these stories are not just inspiration. They're the roadmaps to your transformation. Whether for you or as a powerful gift to friends and family, especially those who might not tune into podcasts, this book is a beacon to a life of abundance. Ignite that inner fire and set your course to the life you've imagined. Purchase yours today on Amazon and light the path for someone you love.